Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Awakening. I'm your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. Uh, just as we were coming on, I was penning a, a, a note to someone telling them about this new study that just came out today. Uh, Marty, Dr. Marty McCrary in, at Johns Hopkins University proving something I believed from pretty much day one, which is the natural immunity that God gives us for those who have had COVID is far more powerful than this so-called vaccine, this shot, this jab. And now there's another study coming out to prove it. But there are many studies that have been proving this. But, but reading uh, Robert F. Kennedy's book, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, makes clear that there is an intentional effort to debunk, to discredit, to marginalize anything other than the shot. We don't want to talk about natural immunity. We don't want to talk about treatments, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, monoclonal antibodies. We don't want to talk about anything other than you've got to have the vaccine. You've got to have the vaccine. You've got to have the vaccine. Because the vaccine is where billions of dollars are made. <clears throat> and these treatments, and of course natural immunity, they don't make any money off that. Hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are made uh, for, I, th I think, pennies a pill. And these other, th these vaccines are costing billions upon billions of dollars. See, in, in many cases, I think this is true for ivermectin. Um, I'm, I know it's true for, for hydroxychloroquine. The patents run out and anybody can make them. Therefore, they're much, much cheaper to be put on the market by anybody who has the manufacturing capability to get through whatever the regulatory requirements are, whatever the standards are that need to be met. Whereas the vaccines are exclusively held by these pharmaceutical companies, and they can dispense them, and they alone can dispense them, and they're very, <clears throat> they're very much in control of the marketplace for them. So you and I, taxpayers, have spent billions of dollars financing these things, and now we know that the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID and doesn't stop you from transmitting COVID. In fact, I was just talking to my wife earlier about uh, a, a friend who was very, very upset uh, having gotten COVID a second time after having gotten two vaccines and a booster and thought that they were completely safe, weren't going to get it, and then ended up getting it and had a fairly serious case of it. And very upset saying, but I was told that if I took this, in other words, it was... It, I mean, the person was very emotional about it because they really felt that they had been lied to. Well, they had been lied to. I'll tell you something else that's not talked about at all either. Uh, boosting one's immune system. The importance of vitamin C, the importance of vitamin D, the importance of vitamin A, the importance of exercise, the importance of eating well, eating good, healthy foods, staying away from junk food and processed foods. Uh, all of these things help boost the immune system. But you, you would think that none of those things exist or even worthy of discussion. Wouldn't you think that there would be an effort to educate the American people and say, well, look, one of the best ways, A, to prevent yourself from getting COVID, and B, to make sure that it's a mild case, is to make sure that your immune system is strong, 
Here are the things you do to make sure it's strong. Here are the things that you do that will weaken your immune system. Wouldn't you think that they would talk about that? No, no. They don't talk about ivermectin, don't talk about hydroxychloroquine, don't talk about natural immunity, don't talk about boosting the immune system. There's only one answer. And by the way, this answer is of no use to you when you have it. And the only answer is vaccine, boosters, vaccines, boosters, vaccines, boosters. So for the people who have it, like a friend of mine who has a relative right now, very seriously ill, what do you give them? Remdesivir, which has proved to be toxic. Do you hear any reports about how remdesivir has saved people's lives? Why do you think you don't hear those reports? Because that's not what's happening. The stuff is toxic. And ventilators. That's it. So you go home. This is, this is the medical advice that basically the CDC would give you. Go home and see if you get sick enough to die. And if you get sick enough to die, then you end up in the hospital on a ventilator and we'll give you remdesivir. Lots of luck with that. I mean, it, this, this stuff just makes you angry because I really believe that hundreds of thousands of Americans have died who didn't need to die. If we had, whatever happened to the, what we hear from the left and, and um, uh, everything, well, with regard to climate change, we, know we need a, we need a all, uh, uh, all, whatever it is, an all-inclusive policy. We got to have solar. We got to have wind. We got to have thermal. We, you know, they, they want all this stuff included. Okay, fine. What about with this? What about, yeah, let's go for a vaccine. Yeah, let's, let's find out which, which palliatives, which therapeutics, which prophylaxis, um, what can help mitigate the symptoms of this thing when somebody has it that will help save their lives and keep them out of the hospital. What are those things? Just like uh, Dr. McCrary says, the reason why we studied, we did this study on immunity, he said, is because the CDC won't do it because they don't want to get any answers on, on natural immunity. They don't want them because they figure the more they tell people that natural immunity works, the fewer people will want to pay, uh, want to get the vaccine and uh, the, the pharmaceutical industry that they're helping to shove billions of dollars into won't make as much money. Uh, this, this stuff is criminal, folks. You know, I had Peter Navarro on my uh, uh, Tuesday conference call. I also had him on my radio program. And he said he has dedicated his life to getting Fauci fired and then put in jail. And you know, when he said that, I thought, man, that's a little over the top. But now the more I learn the more I understand exactly what he's saying. Because Fauci has been nothing but a self-serving monster. He has not helped to save the lives of the American people. He has helped to get Americans killed. And by the way, in reading this book, it points out he did the same thing during the AIDS crisis. Same thing. Only one way, vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. And others had to take up the cudgel and say, well, what are the treatments? What, what, how can we mitigate the, the symptoms? How can, we, how can we deal with this with something other than a vaccine? Because this day, to this day, there is no vaccine. And yet Fauci put all his eggs in that basket because the pharmaceutical industry made a ton of money. This man six, sits on about six or $7 billion that he dispenses 
throughout the medical and scientific community to exercise control so that his influence, his, his word matters. You know, I think I, I may have read this to you yesterday, but it, I, I saw a story from Channel 3 here locally that called Ivermectin Horse Medicine. The people who developed Ivermectin for human beings won a Nobel Prize. How can you, how can you be that ignorant? You know, I've said many times that the behavior <clears throat> of the left, and it is the left driving that, that agenda, that the behavior of the left is like a cult. And, you know, we just, we all turn our brains off and we just, you know, we mesmerize. We just go, yes, yes, sir, yes. Uh, only the vaccine, no treatments, no natural immunity. We don't want to talk about those things. There's only one thing to talk about, the vaccine, inject me. Oh, you haven't gotten the vaccine. What, are you trying to kill me? I mean, they've admitted the cloth mask, which most people wore, don't work anyway. And yet, wear a mask. What are you trying to do, kill me? It's ridiculous. Let me say one other thing, and I will get to the word. Jim Acosta had the unmitigated gall, uh, the utter political insanity. These people are not reporters. Jim Acosta, uh, CNN, right? I think he's CNN. I think he's CNN. Uh, whether it's the Communist News Network or the, 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 the Marxist Socialist No Brains channel, they're both the same as far as I'm concerned. Had the nerve to say that Governor Youngkin's establishing of a hotline for parents to be able to call in and report things that they really believe are deleterious to the education of their children, like abusing, uh, we found out, teachers having a secret, a parental secret policy where they coach the children in transgender transition and they keep it a secret from the parents as a matter of public policy. It doesn't get any more subversive of our constitutional republic than that. These people are hired by elected officials that we elect to represent us. Not to represent the system, but to represent the people. And they've got a policy of secrecy from parents. And one parent uh, is suing the school system uh, in Fairfax County because the parent says they manipulated her daughter. And as soon as the daughter got away from the system, the daughter reverted back to her normal self because basically they were trying to convince the daughter to transition to a guy. And they were basically spending the whole school day inculcating and indoctrinating this child. And when the mother finally found out about it and found out they were keeping it secret from her, she sued them, got her child away from it. And guess what? The child's kind of reverting back to her normal female persona. This stuff, and Jim Acosta is saying that Youngkin's policy of giving parents a hotline to call where they feel that there's abuse taking place, where their children are being manipulated and indoctrinated rather than educated, he calls that Soviet-style police state. 
you, you sometimes you don't know what to say with these people. The, the school system is a public institution that represents the people. Our collective desire to have our children educated and they are sent to the schools for that purpose. And then the schools decide, yeah, and the parents have nothing to say. We're going to do what we want to do. Oh, and you're going to let the parents report what we're doing against their will or that we think are against the best interests of their children. Oh, that's the equivalent of a Soviet-style police state. Could, could he possibly be that dumb? Because a Soviet-style police state, you as a parent wouldn't have anything to say about what the government, what the state, what the, the bureaucratic apparatus is doing. You disappear for daring to speak up. And see how they twist these. I mean, he's got it reversed. He's got empowering parents and voters and the public is somehow, that's, oh, that's totalitarian, that's police state stuff. But allowing the teachers, the bureaucrats, the government officials to do whatever they want to do and to keep it secret from the parents. Oh, that's good. That's healthy. That's great. I mean, sometimes I really just shake my head in exasperation. But here again, I was saying to my wife earlier, I said, what is wrong with these people? My wife said, you know what's wrong. And really, I do. They're, they're fr frankly, they're demon-possessed and demon-influenced. They really are. They really are. Because Satan is the father of lies. That's his stock in trade. He is the past master at it. And they are so steeped in lies that they, are, uh, they believe their own deception. They're self-deceived. I mean, and we need an awakening in our country. And I realize there are probably some people, and undoubtedly some people, who will just be swept away by it. In other words, they won't join in because their hearts are too hard. They'll just be swept away by it. But there are many people whose hearts are open who will say, you know what? What these leftists are selling, I'm not buying. They're telling me I don't have authority over my child. They're telling my child all kinds of sexually perverse garbage. They're teaching us to, to, to be divided against each other on the basis of race or religion or gender or what have you. And they're basically creating a tribal society. I, I don't want that for my child. I don't want that for my future. I don't want that for my grandchildren. I don't want that for my great-grandchildren. I don't want that for the future of my country. And I think you're going to see people leaving the Democrat Party in droves. I'm serious. And even if they don't change their registration in Virginia, we don't have party registration anyway. Even if they don't change their registration, they're going to stop voting for these crazies. Because, folks, they really are morally and spiritually crazy. And, and the, the sad thing is, their craziness is not just a matter of skewing the debate. Their craziness is getting people killed. And the level of indoctrination and misinformation. And, you know, I got kicked off of YouTube for medical misinformation. Everything I've just told you is the truth. And by the way, you read Robert F. Kennedy's book. And Robert F. Kennedy is not a conservative. But he's footnoted everything. I mean, just like this whole myth about ivermectin. The people who developed ivermectin won a Nobel Prize. 
and you've got the CDC putting out tweets saying, you're not a horse, you're not a cow, you're not an animal, you don't need ivermectin. I mean, just, just flat out lying. And it went viral and a lot of people bought into it. A lot of people still believe that. And it's just completely contrary to the facts and the truth and to reality. This idiot Acosta needs to be concerned about a government that is not being watched by the people, not empowering the people to watch what the government is doing and having a means of redress to tell someone in authority, this is what is happening and it needs to be dealt with. But oh, no, 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 the parents are the problem and giving parents, empowering parents to report things that they believe are wrong. Oh, that's, that's a Soviet style police state. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. You know, I really pray in addition that we have new leadership in the House and the Senate this year, that we throw these rascals out, throw these Democrats, these leftists out, throw these rhinos out, and get some people who really love our country, love the American people, revere our Constitution, and really want to see us govern properly as a constitutional republic the way it ought to work, and will uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles upon which America was established. And a president in office in 2024 who will go back and investigate how COVID was handled, the 2020 elections. And folks, I mean this. I, I don't say these things because I want vengeance against Fauci or I want vengeance against Biden or the Democrats. I say these things because for the future good of our country, we've got to get to the truth. We've got to know what happened. To what extent was it utter evil and venality? To what extent was it just kind of peer pressure? This whole medical thing of a medical consensus to me is antithetical to what medicine and science is supposed to be. It's supposed to be about vigorous debate. It's supposed to be about proof. Not, oh, well, we all have a consensus and this is the way we're going to do it. The, the medical consensus is there should be no religious exemptions from the shot. What's the AMA got to do with that? The medical consensus says we should not be giving ivermectin and we should not be giving hydroxychloroquine. Okay, show me the scientific data that justifies that decision. The first time when this, when, when COVID first broke out, and I know I'm kind of going back and forth between these two things, but to me, they're very much related. Uh, you know, this comment by Costa that giving empowering parents, empowering the people is somehow Soviet style. That's a Soviet police state. Uh, and Fauci's, in my view, genocidal, self-serving policies that have led our country to mass death. I want these things thoroughly investigated because we need to know what the truth is so that we can better manage these kinds of problems going forward. When people said to me, uh, well, you know, the science is the science and follow the science. 
my response was always, but no, that's not true. Because the left politicizes everything. I didn't even know the facts I know now, but I, I knew enough to be suspicious. I said, because the left politicizes everything. Yeah, if, if the science is truly science, then obviously I respect it. I pay attention to it. But now we know that a lot of stuff we were told in the name of science was just a lie, just a flat out lie. Wasn't science, it was somebody trying to manipulate the American people and get us to do what they wanted us to do. And we need to get to the bottom of it. We need a president who is going to launch serious investigations managed by the attorney general's office and, and maybe, maybe some of these um, uh, IGs, uh, inspector generals, to find out what really happened. The death rate in this country should be the lowest in the world. And yet instead we're one of the highest from COVID because we didn't do things that other countries did. And we, 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 we crippled our economy. We, we, we caused all kinds of emotional and psychological damage to our children, especially, but to a lot of people with the lockdowns and the, and the masks and the, all, all this stuff. And here we are still fighting over these things two years into this thing. And this is not only Fauci's fault, but I tell you what, he is the tip of the spear. And, and, and I, I have to tell you, Peter Navarro was right. He said he told President Trump, you ought to fire Fauci now. Get rid of him now. Get, or at least get him off the stage. He's not... This, this Dr. McCary, uh, even, even Dr. Um, well, there's a couple of them that come on, but, but this Dr. Harvey Risch of Yale University. I mean, Dr. Peter McCullough. These are the people we should have been listening to. Because I don't think they would have said, you know, we don't need a vaccine. I think they would have said, yes, let's move forward with the vaccine. But let's look at other things as well. Let's look at natural immunity. Let's look at, at boosting your immune system. Let's look at treatments, therapeutics, to help deal with the symptoms for those who get them, who get COVID. But no, we had none of that, none of that. Only one thing, vaccine, 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 vaccine. That's all there is. It's, it's a travesty, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unnecessary tragedy that has befallen the American people, of which very often is the case that it is not a tragedy because of the communist Chinese Wuhan virus. It is a tragedy because of the very poor leadership that we have. And remember, Fauci is the one who's telling all these doctors that you don't know ivermectin, no natural immunity. Don't even talk about that. Don't even treat people. They get the vaccine or they die, essentially. And yet people have said that. If you don't get the vaccine, you deserve to die. You don't get the vaccine, you shouldn't be treated in a hospital. Yeah. I mean, that's the sentiment from the left. We should have been listening to another, uh, an entirely different set of people because Fauci has proven himself to be a Frankenstein, a monster. He did it with AIDS, and now he's done it with COVID. And frankly, there needs to be an investigation, a thorough investigation, and 
to the extent that he has lied, obfuscated, uh, committed fraud on the American people that caused, has caused people to die and failed to look at the real science, the real science, which involves treatment, which involves natural immunity, and yes, the possibility of a vaccine. Remember two people, uh, remember two folks, that the reason why they downplayed and discredited treatments is that the vaccines can only get emergency use authorization if there is no other viable treatment. So you don't want there to be any other treatment so that you can push through this emergency use authorization. And by the way, we are still, uh, the American people are still being experimented on because these so-called vaccines, these shots that they're giving people are still not fully authorized by the FDA. There is one that is, but it's not out yet. And they, that was a bait and switch to make us think like, oh, everything's been approved. It's now, it's, it, it, that's not true. It has not been approved. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines that people are being given are still under emergency use authorization. There was another vaccine that is coming out that will be sort of in the normal course, but it's not out yet. And remember when we, oh yeah, the vaccine's been approved. That was a lie. That was another lie. No, it hasn't. Not the ones people are being given. Look, and here again, and people will say, and I know YouTube and Facebook and all this, oh, he's anti-vaxxer. I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-lies. And I've never given out any misinformation about this, but I tell you what, Bill Gates has, Anthony Fauci has, CDC has, the World Health Organization has, a bunch of people have given out medical misinformation and it's not, it's not automatically truth just because they're officials. In fact, some of them are the biggest liars on the planet. So Dr. McCrary, who just came out with this study on natural immunity, is he lying? He's got the data proving the, resu the results, and I've seen other studies as well, proving the results that natural immunity works. And they keep saying, but we don't know how long it lasts, and it wanes over time. Yeah, but the body has these T cells that hide in the bone marrow that remember the disease and come out like a hidden army when it's time to fight that thing off. So just because you don't have antibodies in your bloodstream doesn't mean you don't have natural immunity anymore. And I'm not even a scientist, and I know that but they want to downplay that because you've got to get the shot. That's what we want. And that's what I'm against. I'm against lying to people and manipulating people and forcing people to inject something into their bodies that they don't want. But I'm not, look, for those who want it, God bless you, get it. I'm only anti-vax for me. I don't want it and I'm not getting it. But for the people who do, God bless them. Go for it. But don't tell me that I'm killing people because I don't get this thing injected into my body that doesn't even, in fact, Dr. McCrary's study includes the fact that, because they've been saying, yeah, but so if you're natural immunity and you get the shot, it's going to be even better. He, he proves that natural immunity is not enhanced by getting these vaccines. It is just as robust without them. My concern is, could it become less robust when you get them? 
and there because there have been some, there has been some discussion of that and even some studies that show that in in some people at least the vaccine can in some ways diminish the effectiveness of your natural immunity if it ain't broke don't fix it if natural immunity works why do you need anything else particularly something that's an experimental drug that's going in uh, messaging your ribonucleic acid. In other words, in effect, communicating with your DNA. <laughs> Here again, for those people who think that this is good for them, that they want it, that they've, they feel like they're sufficiently informed about it, God bless them. I don't want to stand in their way at all. But I don't want anybody pointing a gun at my head and telling me you got to have this or we're going to punish you. We're going to stop you from working. We're going to stop you from flying. We're going to stop you from living. We're going to keep you locked up in your house like they're trying to do in some societies. And there, there's a bunch of leftists in this country who'd love to do the same. I mean, Howard Stern said anybody who doesn't get, get the vaccine should go home and die. And they should not be allowed to get any treatment in a hospital. I guess it's not a doctor's office either. Just go home and die. I mean, that's a monstrous mentality. And you know what? I put Anthony Fauci right at the center of that because to me, Anthony Fauci is a demonic man with demonic intentions. And the only thing he's doing is feathering his own nest and helping to enrich his pharmaceutical bosses. The American people have been horribly ill served by this man. Okay. All right. That that's, I think I've said what I needed to say there. Um, let's go on to, let's go back to Colossians chapter, um, I'm, Colossians chapter, I think we're still in Colossians chapter three. Let me get there. Uh, yes, we're in Colossians chapter three. And um, we finish up at verse 11. Let's go to verse 12 of Colossians chapter 3. Uh, by the way, folks, uh, I thought I was going to be on jury duty today. It was canceled. So once I knew jury duty was canceled, I said, well, I want to be back here with you. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm on call until the end of March. So that it, may, it may ultimately happen that I get a postcard to go to jury duty and and it's not canceled, I have to go. But today it was canceled, so I didn't have to go. 12th verse of Colossians chapter 3. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Now, remember, this is a Pauline epistle, a pastoral epistle to the church at Colossae. And he's telling the body of Christ, love one another. He says, put on tender mercies. You know, we, we've allowed ourselves to be so divided, it's ridiculous. You know, I always say, you've got black Christians over here as Democrats. You've got white Christians over here as Republicans. And... In, in, some, in some ways, some, not all, but some, have turned Christianity into a religion of political ideology. And it's not. 
I don't get my biblical theology from the Republican Party or from conservative ideology. I get my ideology and my way of thinking from the Word of God. I have a biblical worldview, not a Republican worldview. I've got a biblical worldview. And I've said many times before, if the Republican Party rejects the values that I hold dear as a Christian, I'm gone. In a heartbeat. It wouldn't be, it, it, believe me, it wouldn't be hard. I have to believe that most Christians feel the same way. But over here in the Democrat Party, you got people who turn the Democrat Party into a cult-like religion. Where no matter how monstrous, no matter how brutal, no matter how many babies they kill, no matter how much sexual perversion they promote, no matter how much craziness they do, oh, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Democrat. I, my mother was a Democrat, my father was a Democrat, my grandfather was a Democrat, my great-grandfather was a Democrat, my great-great-grandfather. Of course, with the black community, that's not true because you go back far enough and all your ancestors were Republicans. Because the Republican Party was the anti-slavery party. The Republican Party was the party of freedom. And the Democrat Party was the party of the Ku Klux Klan. As far as I'm concerned, it still is. Let me not get off on that. Here's my point. We as Christians have got to stop letting this stuff divide us. And we've got to come together around the word of God. That's what unifies us. I'm never going to unify with you around abortion. If you're a Democrat who believes that aborting, killing unborn babies is okay, we're not going to have any unity on that. Period. I'm not coming your way. But I tell you what, if you believe what the word of God says before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Uh, that God says in Psalm 139, I believe it is, I made all your members. God said to Jeremiah um, that he knew him before he was born and ordained him to be a prophet to the nations. If you believe what the word of God says, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that you and your descendants, you and your seed may live. If you believe all that, you got to you got to come out of that mess and you got to come to my side. Because my side is based upon the word of God. You don't have to become a Republican, but I'm a Republican because the Republican Party agrees with me, not because I agree with it, because it agrees with me. I've called for Ronna McDaniel's resignation because she's running around promoting June as Gay Pride Month. We don't need that. We don't need Republicans doing that. You're trying to be Democrat light now. Trying to get with them. We don't need to get with them. I told you what we need is a constitutional amendment that defines marriage as a union between one man and one woman. Period. Period. You know, I'm an idiot Republican leader running around, I'm like, we gay pride month, I want to celebrate with you. I mean, that's that just, it's disgusting. But you got these Democrats over here, their leaders can be communists and abortionists and, and, and promote transgenderism and every abominable, ungodly thing. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Democrat, I'm, I'm a lifelong, I support the Democrat party. You're going to bust hell wide open is what you're going to do. And if you're really a Christian, you better get out of that mess and come on over to my side. I don't want to join the Republican Party. I didn't say join the Republican Party. I said, come on over to my side. Well, what does that mean? Who is on the Lord's side? Come unto me. That's the only basis for unity we're going to have. We can't have it on the basis of race because I'm never going to be unified with Louis Farrakhan. I'm never going to be unified with Barack Obama. I'm never going to be unified with some of these far leftist crazies. I'm never going to be unified with them. They can come and unify with me, but I'm not going over to them.
But for my brothers and sisters in Christ who are really caught up in this, in this mess, I'm speaking to you with tender mercy, with kindness, with humility, with meekness, with long-suffering. I love you. God loves you. Come out of it. He says, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. I'm not holding it against you, but stop. Get out of that mess. And if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you all must do, so you also must do. And see, so I'm not talking about whole punishing people, condemning people. I'm not talking about hurting people. I'm saying come out from that mess so we can be unified around the word of God. You know, the word of God makes clear that's the basis of our unity. Let me see if I can find that text. Um, <clears throat> here we go. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you, that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. How? By being completely submitted to the same word. That's the only basis of our unity. And people used to come to me when I was up in Boston. I really had a lot of tension with the mosque up there. The same mosque in Boston, I believe Malcolm X. Uh, well, no, I take that back. I don't think Malcolm No, Louis Farrakhan, actually, was uh, imam of that mosque at one point. Um, the mosque in Boston in Roxbury. And uh, there was uh, another Muslim leader up there. And, you know, the ministers and the Muslims would get together and they would amen each other and all this, you know, black unity, black this, black pride. Oh, yeah. We're... And I just sit back and look at them. Aren't you, aren't you down with, we, we got to unify with the brothers. I would say they're not my brothers. What, 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 what? And they would actually say, you know, believe it or not, I, I made trouble up in Boston when I was there too. I know you'll be shocked by that. But they would say, you know, this Reverend Jackson is not, he, 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 he does not bring unity to the community. I said, well, I'm not unifying with a bunch of devils. I said, Islam is, is, and the nation of Islam is, that's, 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 that's demonic. I'm not I'm unifying with that. Oh, but brother, we have to, we have to, no, no, we, you do what you want to do. I'm not doing it. And the preachers bringing them into their pulpits and all that. And I would challenge them. I'd say, so how can you bring somebody, a false prophet, and put him in the pulpit of Jesus Christ? Well, we may not be Christians, but we're still brothers. I said, well, no, we're not. What did Jesus say when his mother and father sent for him? Mother, mother and brothers and sisters sent for him to come out from where he was preaching and talk to them. He said, who are my mother? Who are my brothers? But those who do the will of my father. I think I got pretty good precedent and I think I've got a pretty good mentor to take that stand. Who are my mother? Who are my brothers? Black folks? Nope. Nope. Uh, I had a guest, um, on my program yesterday, um, Billy Prempy from running in for the 9th District uh, uh, in New Jersey, running for Congress in the 9th District of New, New Jersey. We didn't get a chance to get into this, but Billy Prempy's parents are from Ghana. 
Well, my DNA test shows that most of my DNA ancestry is from the Ghana Ivory Coast area, just the same place where he came from, okay? Now, Billy Prempy is my brother, but not because he has ancestry that goes back to the Ghana area. He is my brother because he has surrendered his life to Jesus Christ as well. He is my brother because he is serving the Lord. Let's just get it straight, shall we? All this superficial nonsense. You got these black guys running around the, all over the country, killing other black people, but we're brothers. No, we're not. I'm a child of God. They're a child of the devil. Now, don't get me wrong. I want them to come out. I want them to be saved. I want them to be, receive the forgiveness of Almighty God. I want their lives to change. But right now, they are children of perdition, sons of perdition, children of the devil. I'm not. I'm a child of Almighty God. They're not my brothers. Spiritually, they are my enemies. Spiritually speaking, they are my enemies because they are animated by the enemy of Almighty God. No divisions among you. Let me go back to our text. Oh, my goodness gracious. I tell you, you know, I feel like if I, if I got to this early, I could really get going. If I got to, <laughs> if I got to the scripture early, I could really get going. Um, let's see. Where are we here? Um, we were at verse 12 says uh, and, and 13. So we're supposed to love one another, forgive one another, and so we should. But our unity has got to be around the word of God. And then the 14th verse says, but above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And see, that's why I say, I don't care what they say about me, folks. I don't hate anybody. I love everybody. I love that transgender activist who is trying to, to subvert our children. I still love him. I still love that person, but I'm going to fight them tooth and nail over what they're trying to do. And people may look at me and, and hear me and, and see my countenance and say, well, that doesn't look like love. Well, when Jesus went into the temple and whipped the money changers and drove them out, did, did that look like love? It's not, love is not what it looks like. Love is seeking to take people, lead people, influence people to go to the highest place they can that is available to them in God. And when you're going in the opposite direction, somebody's got to jerk the slack out of you, slap your jaws and tell you you're on your way to hell. Turn around. That may not look like love, but it's love. Love is not somebody rushing headlong toward hell and you patting them on the head. Oh, but I want you to know I sure do love you. Come on, folks. Judge not by appearance, Jesus said, but judge righteously. Judge with righteous judgment. You got to look beneath the surface. I am animated by love, love of people, and a desire to see the very best for them. It says, putting on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you were called in one body and be thankful. And by the way, I'll end, end with this. When you operate like this, you are at peace. I know I can get animated and I get godly angry, but God himself 
made clear. He gets angry. Jesus got angry. He went in and drove out those money changers. He was angry, but it was a godly anger. The Bible says, be angry and sin not. But you know what, folks? And I'm being completely and totally honest and transparent with you. I lay down every night and sleep like a baby. I don't, I, I don't worry about anything. Look, I, couldn't, I, I haven't found my wallet for the last few days because I, I couldn't figure out where in the world I'd put it. And, you know, I'm take, trying to take care of a couple of things. I don't have my wallet handy. And finally, I got it this morning. I said, I got to find my wallet. Because, you know, if I got to fly or something, I got to have my wallet. I don't want to have to replace everything. I, I got to find my wallet. And, you know, the peace of God spoke to me. I'm serious. It just spoke to me. It said, don't worry about that. Like, you don't worry about anything else. I sat down in, on, on, on the couch in our family room, and I said, well, Lord, thank you for, for helping me find my wallet. Thank you that my wallet is safe and sound, and I've got it in my possession. I give you the praise, the honor, and glory for it. Now, I'm, I've been looking for my wallet, literally, folks, for three days. And within one minute, now I'm not exaggerating, within one minute after I said that, I really believe the Holy Spirit led me to my car, which is in the garage, led me to my car. I went around to the passenger side of my car and said, well, let me look and see if maybe my wallet fell off the seat on the passenger side. Because sometimes I lay it down there and onto the floor. I opened up the door and my wallet fell out. I, I said all that simply to say, you can be at peace in Christ Jesus. You don't have to worry about anything. He said, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Look, God bless each and every one of you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. And uh, I'll be back this afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Wisdom Awakening. We've got quite a few issues that we need to cover. But in the meantime, remember, we cannot be defeated if we will not quit <laughs> because we are on God's side.